Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Lisa McIntosh, also known as Lady Z. Man, I'm glad to see you, or hear you rather, that you are on the podcast. And I want to just thank each and every one of you from all around the world for just tuning in and just being a part of the podcast. And I want to tell you that I love you so, so, so much. And I'm encouraged to share, share a word with you. I know that you've all been going through some turbulent times and, you know, even at the beginning of this year when we thought it would end in, the, in 2020, we've experienced some, um, some, some, tr- some tragedies and some chaos even in January. But the word of the Lord is coming to you on today to bring you a place of peace and a place of joy because you can't have joy in the midst of the storm. Especially when you know that God is right there in the middle with you and pulling you out because he is Lord. He is the Prince of Peace. He is joy everlasting. And he will withhold no good thing from them who consistently walk upright. So let's go for a word of prayer and we'll get into the word of God. And I know that I know that I know that you'll be blessed. So share the word with someone and at the end of the po- uh, the podcast I have some really good news for you that I know you've been waiting for. So, let's go for a word of prayer. Father God, we give you glory and God we give you honor and God we give you praise. You said in your word, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. So we speak to the spirit of sorrow and, and the spirit of anger or upset a chaos and we speak to it and we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you are Lord and you rule over all things. You said, think on whatever things are good, whatever things are holy, whatever things are of a good report, think on those things. So we thank you, Father God, and we give you the glory and praise. We command the legion of angels to go around each and every listener today, around their homes, around their families, on their workplace. Those who are going to work, those who are in traffic jams right now, we say thank you, Lord, for blessing them to get there safely. We thank you for those, Lord God, who just gave their lives to Christ and those who will give their lives to Christ today. And we pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we put your word, put you in remembrance of your word, that you said that he who beginneth a good work in us will complete it to the day of Christ. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you for divine help because you are the creator. You told Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? God, you are able, the God who was able to put on sinews, to put on tissues, to put on brain, a brain in. You're able to put lungs. It God, I bless you. You're able to remove tumors and cysts and cancers, diseases and, and Lyme's disease. And Lord, we thank you for that, God. Crohn's disease. We thank you for that, God. To heal open blinded eyes. You're still doing it today, God. To move our rods out of backs, oh God. And thank you, Lord, for those who've been healed that thought they would have to go in for knee replacement. And, and the doctor said, I don't see. God, I thank you. And they said they don't see anything. So we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Lord, for the unborn children in the womb, oh God, we praise you. We praise you for our nation, oh God, our nation, oh God, that was built on the foundation of your word. So, Father God, rather people agree or disagree, Father God, help us to agree that Jesus is Lord. So we thank you. We bind up the mouth of the devil everywhere on every side. And, Lord, we just say thank you for divine protection, angels going assignment in the name 
name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for all the things because we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. So praise God. I am going to go to, real quickly, to the book of 1 Samuel uh, chapter 30. And uh, this is one of my <clears throat> favorite scriptures I love to go to because it deals with the whole, it deals with David. And we know that David, we know that David was not a perfect man by no means. He wasn't a perfect man, but David knew the Lord. And David knew how to get in contact with the Lord. And when he broke, when fellowship was broken, he knew it right away. It's just like you and I. I know when my fellowship is somewhat broken from God, it's not that he has left me. But I know when I've done something that is not pleasing to the Lord. But I'm grateful to God because he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. So he's yet still in the midst and he still loves me. He loves you and he hasn't abandoned you and he will never abandon you. Not unless you leave him. He said, who's in my hand? No man can pluck up. Aren't you glad about it? I'm so glad that I can't be plucked out of the Savior's hand. His hands are tied around mine and mine are tied around his. So in this day and time, it's imperative that we stay close to the Savior. It's, it's, it's really important that you and I really stay very, 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 very close to the Lord. And um, I always talk about our sabbatical time, which I will talk to you a little bit later um, about the book that I just that just came out, and it's called "The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance." And this story that we are going to go over today, tonight, rather here, um, it's going to tell you, it's going to give you just some comparisons of how David conquered some fear. Because we're in turbulent times, and these are times where people are really afraid. They really are. People are afraid that everything you look on the news, there's fear, is fear-bound. You can't really go and find any really good news on the news. I was scrolling through... Um, uh, on Google, I believe it was, just to see if I could find any good news, anything that would bring about joy. I believe it was only out of 20 things that I looked at, it may have been just one. And that's a sad scenario, as my late bishop used to say, a sad case scenario. Because when you're concerned or when you're worried, when you're feeding your soul, all of this negativity... That's what's coming in your soul. That is the real person. That is the real you. So the Bible said it's not what goes in a man that defiles him. It's what comes out of you that defiles you. Many circumstances, many things can come up against your mind and, and, and come in your eye gates. But as long as you don't absorb them, because if you absorb them, it will absorb you. That's why many people are dealing with a lot of physical maladies now because they, their mind are 
is wrapped up in all the negativity, and all the negativity produces fear, and fear produces the worry, the worry produces anxiety, and all of those types of things bring about, if you're not careful, can bring about um, high blood pressure. High blood pressure, uh, other symptoms, weakness and maladies, and that is the plot and the ploy of the devil, because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's exactly his mission, is to get your mind so overwhelmed with stuff and things that it brings about fear and worry and insomnia and all those other things that can come along with it. We're going to read <clears throat> a little bit. I know this story very well, so I'm just going to read just a few things to you. Just a few, a uh, little bit of the passage, because this is, like I said, my favorite one. And I'm glad that the Lord led me to read this and minister this to you today. So, Lord, I just thank you for I yield myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in thy sight. Speak through me, Lord. You are my Redeemer. Have your way, O oh God, in Jesus' name. You speak through me, to me, and to them as well, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we see here, it says, Now when David and his men came to Ziglag. Now David had just defeated the Amalekites earlier, and he had these men who went to war to battle with him. And I'm sure that these men who went with him, this wasn't at their first time that they went out to battle. So they knew David personally. On the battlefield, they knew him, and they knew him personally. Okay, that's important. Okay? And it said, they came to Ziklag on the third day, uh, the Amalekites, and when they came to Ziklag, the Amalekites had raided south as far as Ziklag. They had struck, they had struck Ziklag and burned it with fire. They had taken, listen, they had taken as captives all the women who were there. They did not kill them, anyone, but carried them off and went their way. David and his men came to the city, and they found it burned. Okay? So actually, this, uh, let me retract something. This was uh, before they defeated the Malachites. My, uh, my apologies. Okay, so this is before they, they had, um, um, defeated the Malachites. Amen. So when David and the men came, listen, came to the city, they found it burned with fire and their wives, their sons, their daughters taken captive. So David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept and they had no, till they had no strength in them. Now David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam and the Jezreelites. Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. It says David was greatly distressed. So right there, we know that even as believers, as Christian believers, there's times that we get distressed. There's times that we get fearful. There's times that we have aches and pains. There are times that those things will come against us, and those things will try to come on us. Amen? So we're not exempt because the Bible says that a man's days are full of trouble. So it's not that we're exempt from those things. But we praise God that we know that who we can go to to get those things resolved 
Amen? So I don't want to get ahead of myself. <clears throat> it says, David was greatly distressed for the people. Now watch this. David was greatly distressed for the people talked of stoning him because all the people were bitter in spirit. And now watch this. Isn't it something? The same ones that he was with and had went to battle with and saw him conquer. They've seen David win. They've seen him call on the name of the Lord. They've seen him battle with few men and win and conquer uh, big army, large armies. Now it's a little bit different now because now it has hit home. It's a little bit closer. Now this is someone that they love. It's their children. It's their wives. It's not people that they are going against the enemy. Now the enemy has come into the camp. Amen. So now those same very ones who love David, who said, we're with you, boy. We got your back. Those are the same ones in the same breath. Now they're saying, hey, we're going to kill you. We're going to stone you. Can you imagine that? And it said, now watch this. It said that David also wept bitterly with them. So it wasn't that David came into the city and saw it on fire and was like, you know, hey, God's got our back, you guys. We're good. You know, hey, we got. No, it said that because everybody was shocked. Initially, when you're in a crisis and when a crisis is going on in your life, Sometimes your initial reaction is fear. Your initial reaction is not automatically to go into prayer or to speak in tongues. Your initial reaction is that, hey, you know what? Your initial, your initial reaction is this, <laughs> is that I'm in trouble. What's going on? It happens to every person. Amen? And watch this. So it says that they wet until they could no more of their strength had left them. They were weak. They were weak. Have you ever been where you cried so hard and where you just become weak? That's what happened. They had become weak. It said that their strength had left them. Their strength had left them. So watch this. So anyway, David, uh, they're talking about stoning David now. They're talking about, they're talking about stoning David. And David says, okay, wait a minute. You have to remember, it wasn't just you that got affected by this. My wives are gone too. My wives, my children, my, they're gone too. So I'm, I feel, I feel, I feel what you, I feel what you, uh, feel what you're going through right now. And I have sympathy, empathy for you, but I'm going through the same dilemma that you're going through. Amen. So, all right. So, so David says, wait a minute. Okay. I've been with you before. You know that my God is real. You know that my God is Lord and that he's brought us through all these horrific battles that we've been through. Surely give me an opportunity to go talk to God to see what God is saying. Sometimes, watch this. You have to get away from the crowd, the ones that are going to hurt you, the ones who are talking about stoning you. You have to get away from them to go hear from God, to hear what the sovereign God is saying about your situation. I think about this. Sometimes you have to go get godly counsel. 
you have to get godly counsel because if you're in a situation and people are naysayers or they're negative, it's important that you get around with people who are positive, people who can hear from God, people who have a word of God in their mouth, a word to, a word to edify you, to build you up in these times. Or just like David did in the book of Psalm, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you're going to have to do it all by yourself. Sometimes I found myself, I'll sing, sometimes I'll dance, some ekosha, sometimes I'll whistle. I'll do whatever I have to do to get my spirit in alignment with God to get some peace. Amen? Okay, so we see where David makes a petition to them. He says, okay, don't kill me. Let me go talk to God. Can I go talk to God before you guys try to stone me? So I can imagine them saying, go ahead, talk to God. But when you come back, boy, we're going to get you. Because we're upset. We're coming back to get you. We want to get you. All right. But David, listen, David went to the Lord. And what I like about that is that David asked the Lord two questions. He said, Lord... Shall I go up? One. Shall we so shall we pursue them? Is it worth pursuing them or are they already dead? Shall we pursue them? And if we do pursue them, when we get there, are they gonna be okay? Will they recover all? Amen. So we see where David, God says, This is this now, this is where you have to listen. God is not a man that he should lie, neither son of man that he should repent. So God tells David, he said, yes, go ahead, go pursue him. And then when you get there, you're going to recover all. Amen. You're going to recover all this year. 2021 It's time for us to recover all. Everything that's a year that the canker worm, the palmer worm and the locust, everything the devil has stolen from us. We're going to recover all. This year, this is our year. This I declared it, I decreed it, and I've already seen manifestations as I declare and decree what God, my Savior, is saying. Amen. So now this is the instructions to 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 David by God. He says, "Listen." He said, "Now, when you go there to to the brook," he said, "Now you're not going to take everybody with you." Because in this fight, you can't take everybody with you. Because you already have seen the ones that will betray you. Sometimes we want to keep uh, uh, taking people, backpacking people, carrying people. And the same people who have betrayed you the last three, four, five years, you're still trying to carry them into your place of purpose and and destiny. Sometimes you have to drop them off at the bus stop and give them a ticket, a one-way ticket to wherever they're going. Amen. Sometimes you have to just drop them off because you have destiny. God has a plan for you and you have to just keep moving. So the Lord tells David, he says, listen, all of those guys back there at the brook, he said, now here's the one. This is what I love about God and his specific instructions. His specific. 
he talks to me specifically. He said, now, when you get back to the brook, the ones who are at the brook and they are slurping up the water, don't take those guys with you. But the ones who cup their hands and bring the water up to their mouth, he said, though they look few, take those with you. That's enough. Don't let, so we sometimes, now David could have gotten in his own flesh and not taken the commandment of the Lord and said, well, wait a minute, 300 ain't enough. Lord, I can't take 300 people. They're going to kill us for sure. I got to. I got to get in, get in good with these guys who want to stone and kill me so I can have enough. No, he had to listen specifically to what God was saying and only take 300 men. So he took the 300 men and guess what? When they went into the enemy's camp, they made such a noise. It, it sounded like tens of thousands of them coming in. So what happened is the enemy... So what end up happening, the enemy, the, so end up happening, the enemy ended up, uh, so what happened, the enemy ended up going and um, God went into the enemy's camp and he took all of them, he took, he took all of, he's got his wives back, he got his children back, and he got all of his spoil. He got everything back that the enemy has stolen. So that is, listen, yes, that's going to happen to you. You got to believe what God said about you and your circumstance. You're going to have the enemy come from the north, east, the south, and the west. It may look like you won't conquer it, but God knows the time, God knows the date, and he knows the season. And this is your season to conquer and to recover all. Just stay faithful to God. Just stand on his word. In spite of the enemy coming. Yes David initially. Listen. Initially. Felt a degree of fear. But God. Listen. This is the key. The Bible says. Our Bible says. For the believer. For God. Our God. Did not give us the spirit of fear. But one of power. Of love. And a very sound mind. So we know that that fear is generated from the devil. To is a plot to break you down. It's a plot to stop you from pushing forward. You have to keep going. Because not only is Jesus returning. But he has rewards in his hand. So you don't want to be bullied this year by the devil. Don't let the devil bully you. Amen. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in God's word. We have to speak it with authority. We have to speak it with assurance. And we cannot let go of God. Amen. So just like with David, God told David, yes, go get your stuff back. Today, get your stuff back. I may woke up this morning and make it made a declaration. I'm getting my stuff back. When I go to the grocery store, Lord, I'm getting my stuff back. Where's the discounts? Where's the favor? I'm getting my stuff back this year. Your health, your mind, getting your stuff back. Amen? Praise God. And with that being said, 
I know I've been telling you guys, I've been telling you guys about my new book. Now the book is out and it is on Amazon.com. Amen. The book is titled The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance. Amen. And what God does in this book is give you uh, instruction that I will reveal on how to allow God to eradicate the strongholds that has been in your mind, um, to how to replace the wrong thoughts with the right thoughts through positive confession that will give you the victory. Because what happens a lot of times we are speaking what the enemy wants us to say. Oh, COVID is this. Oh, the numbers are going up. We, 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 we see those things, yes. But the truth is that with his stripes that we are healed. So it teaches us in simplicity on how to allow God to eradicate the strongholds. All the things that this bad seed that was planted in your life, planted in your mind, to keep you from um, seeking God, to getting into place of destiny. It shows you how to get those, let God eradicate those things that keep you immobile. Fear, listen, fear keeps a person immobile. I remember times, and I praise God for deliverance um, from times of fear, and I remember the Lord just saying, giving me this power and the inside. To say, hey, you know what? You're going to do it. Do it even if you feel even if you feel afraid to do it. Do it anyway. Joyce Myers said that, but I've experienced that. Before I even heard that Joyce Myers had even said that, I, I remember uh, God, I was in a certain situation, and um, uh, it was the devil, period, trying to keep me incarcerated incarcerated in my mind about something that wasn't going to even happen. Amen? So, I thank God for the Bible says that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so, God gives us the strength, the tenacity to go, to move, to keep doing. I'll give you a, a real quick testimony and I'll finish telling you about the book. This, this testimony is not in the book, but now that I wish I had put it in there. I remember I had never, ever been on a cruise before. Never had been on a cruise before. And me and my son was long overdue for one. And I remember that my sister is, I call her the travel queen. Because she's been on uh, several cruises, lengthy, lengthy uh, cruises. And uh, my son and I were only going to go on a three-day cruise. Amen. And I remember when I talked with her, she said, well, now when you, since it's your first cruise, you got to make sure, and you're not on the top deck, you got to make sure that you take Dramamine, make sure you take a raincoat, because sometimes the weather is inclement and it does all kind of stuff. Uh, you have to take a, a, a head scarf, uh, make sure you take fizz and this for sickness. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. All of those things, if I, listen, if I had accepted what she said, it, I, I understand, watch this, I understand that those things happen to people, but I had waited until my son was 12 years old to finally go on a cruise. 
I wasn't going to let the devil sidetrack block me like that. I said, no, I'm not going to let those thoughts get in my mind. I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, I am not going to do that. And so I know it wasn't really favorable with her, but guess what? I didn't do it, and my son and I had a brilliant time. And when I went to sleep at night, and I was not on the top deck, but we went to sleep, and it was just as peaceful on the bow of the boat. I don't know where we were on the, on the ship, but I know it was not up at the top deck. And we had a brilliant time. Slept every night as if I was in my own bed. I don't believe, I may have recalled maybe one slight time where the book, I felt a small, small waves, but nothing that caused seasickness. Praise be to God. I refused. I refused to believe that. I refused to believe that God would allow me to go on this pleasure trip and be sick on it. Amen. So we have to, so back to the book. So the book talks about removing the strongholds. God removing the strongholds because sometimes strongholds can forge in the soul. They can forge in the soul so deep that it takes God and it takes God to bring you from the war in your mind to the place of deliverance. He has to, all that's been forged, all the deception that's been taught, all the wrong that has happened in your life, God has to scoop it out blast it out, eradicate it till there's no more pain from it. And then you're in a place of deliverance, just like that. So um, let it be a process. Let God do it. The book is called The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance. It's on Amazon.com. And it's Lisa McIntosh. Not Lady Z. It's not on the Lady Z. It's on the Lisa McIntosh. That's L-I-S-A McIntosh. M-C capital I-N-T-O-S-H. That's, again, the war in my mind to the place of deliverance. Amen. You can get it on ebook. Or you can get it, amen, you can get it right away on ebook, or you can get it sent to you internationally, wherever you are around the world, and you can be blessed by it. And I believe that it will make a significant change in your life, because even writing it and reading it, it has made a significant change in my life. It really has. So, to go on, you go Amazon.com. And all you have to do is hit the, um, uh, it says to all, it's a drop down box, hit books, browse, and there you are. Amen. I thank each and every one of you from every country. I want to just give a shout out to each and every one of you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much around the world for sharing the podcast. Jesus is Lord. Amen. And you are a victor. And not a victim. You are victorious. This is Lady Z, Pastor Lisa McIntosh, signing out. Until the next time. Love you. God bless. Buy the book.